And now for something purposely positive. Welcome to Strive to Thrive, the Purposely Positive Podcast, brought to you by TonyWCoaching.com, where your greatest success is right in front of you. This is Tony Wexler, your host, and on this podcast, we talk about positive issues to bring positive content into the world. We love certainty. It's actually one of our core needs. We need to feel safe and secure about the future. Uncertainty, on the other hand, is something different. We fear the unknown, and most of the time, we avoid doing things that take us outside our comfort zone. On today's podcast, we're going to discuss not only dealing with the unknown, but actually jumping right into it. When we jump into the unknown, we can actually lead ourselves into a more fulfilling life. And to discuss this topic, I want to welcome my friend Nevena. She's a business strategist and coach, and she's also the host at Entrepreneurship Lab. Nevena, welcome to this podcast. Hi, Tony. Thank you so much for having me. It's an absolute pleasure being here. I'm really excited to have you here and to discuss this topic because it's something that a lot of people avoid. I mean, one of my mentors, who's Tony Robbins, in fact, they call me the other Tony because Tony Robbins is like six, seven, and I'm like five, five. So I'm, I'm the other Tony. He talks about the six human needs, and he talks about certainty and uncertainty as both being human needs. Now, I tend to believe that the uncertainty part is not really uncertainty. It's more variety, and it's more we like to have choices in our life, the more choices we have. But when we're not certain about the outcome, I think that really makes people nervous. So that's why I really am excited to discuss this topic. So as we get going, tell us a little bit about yourself and why this topic really resonates with you. Yes, thank you so much. It's a great question. Well, um, I'm going to just quickly go through my background, but I've been an entrepreneur for several years now. Actually, looking back, I was an entrepreneur when I didn't know what entrepreneur means. So I always had a side hustle. I always have a couple of jobs. I was always very ambitious. I studied psychology and child development. And uh, I worked, uh, I moved to Dubai. I'm originally from Serbia. So when I moved to Dubai, I was working in sales and marketing. Sales are always my strength. And I was always very good with people, building rapport with people. So I was in this company, making millions for this company. And I didn't know what entrepreneurship is, right? I didn't know that I can do things and build my own business until I met my first business coach, who is today my business partner and really one of the most influential people in my life. So he was the one who told me, why don't you do this on your own? Why don't you consult and coach? And this opened the whole world for me. And I made a decision that year, and I'm going to resign my job. I said, why am I making millions for this company? I can do this for myself. And I knew it's going to be a heck of a journey. I was 28 at the time. And I said, it's the best time. I don't have family yet to depend on. I don't have kids. So even if I struggle financially, because there's going to be a journey, it's the right time. So I said, let's just do this. And I decided to jump. I resigned my job. I had savings for maybe around four months. I paid my rent for a four month upfront and 
I invested in coaching. I paid my first coach. I invested in uh, different events like Tony Robbins and so on, because I understood I have to uh, increase my awareness. I have to uh, get a lot of knowledge about how to build a business and marketing sales and all other things. So I decided to jump. I decided to burn all the boats. And of course, I freak out. Anxiety kicks in. And uh, I was like, oh, my God, I have four months to make money. And in four months, I actually doubled my income. This was my first goal, the salary that I had in my company. Now, there were later on ups and downs. So, guys, if you're listening, don't think you're failing. There were a lot of ups and downs, especially through COVID, a lot of pivoting, changing my business model. However, people keep asking me, how did you do the jump? Because the hardest step for them is really letting go of that paycheck, letting go of that certainty, how you're going to pay your rent, how you're going to pay bills. And I really believe the reason why I move faster than some other entrepreneurs is because I burned all my boats. And I said, I'm not coming back. This is the journey I want to be on. I'm going to embrace the hard days and, you know, and all the joy and success. I know it's going to be tough, but I'm going to try being better and learn more and changing my approach to get there. So that's why I'm passionate about this topic, jumping into unknown, because people ask me and I've been on this journey. And then when we spoke, when you approached me, I actually told you this is one of the topics and this is the ebook I wrote because people keep asking me, how did you do it and how can I do it too? So I'm excited to talk to you about some mistakes I did so you can avoid them, some steps you need to um, do in order to make the jump, no matter what uncertainty is, is it buying a house or changing the country because I also moved country myself in the past and um, leaving the job, starting your own business. So whatever it is, I'm excited to have you here and share a couple of things from my journey. What do you need? And also some mistakes for you to avoid. I love that. Uh, I love the fact that when you decided to jump, your attitude was, let's just do this. I know it's difficult letting go, but I'm reminded of when you're teaching someone to ride a bicycle for the first time, or maybe when you were a little girl and you rode that bicycle for the first time, you got on the bike and maybe somebody, an adult in your life, mother, father, brother, whatever, was holding on to the back of the bicycle while you're going. And eventually they have to let go. And when they let go, you're on your own. I think that's a really good analogy because when we're working for somebody else, they're controlling everything for us and when we finally let go and decide to break free and go into our own business not only do we let go of letting others control us you know but we become in charge but the scary part is we also let go of the stability of a regular paycheck so you made that decision which to me everything starts in life everything we do starts with a decision And that decision will set our course. We have other decisions we make along the way, like should we stick with this or should we make another change? And I think being committed to your goal, your dream, and as you said, burning the boats, we have to burn the boats if we want to take the island. So there's no turning back. So I think that is just a beautiful story of how you got to where you're going. And it sounds like, you know, you had pretty good success starting right off 
But like you said, there's ups and downs along the way, and sometimes writing out those things become very difficult. So let's start out. You mentioned the steps that you need to take when you want to jump into the unknown. Let's talk about those steps first, and then we'll get into uh, some of the mistakes and how you can avoid them. Thank you, Tony. So first, I will share uh, five things for you guys for listening. So first thing, you have to have a strong why. Right. So we're going to touch point something that we learned about from Tony Robbins, right, about needs and pain and pleasure. So we do everything either to avoid pain or, or have pleasure. But having a strong why and thinking about why you want to do this has to be really, really strong. So when I started, like I said, I was I, I think I was 27, 28 when I started reading some personal development books. And it was like really mind-blowing to me because I couldn't believe that I spent 28 years and nobody taught me investments, uh, assets, liability. Nobody taught me that I can build something on my own. And I said, and I had really high education. I was the top student. I had my master's degree, but the community I'm coming from, the, my environment didn't have this knowledge too. So they, they couldn't pass it to me. So for me, my why was uh, really building a security for me in the future. I understood the security is within me, so not others. And I think COVID taught us that because people worked for very strong companies and there were thousands and millions of people who got fired thinking, oh, I am safe. You know, I am uh, having this good job, good salary. All of a sudden, they were replaceable now. And, and we can see this with technology as well. So technology will replace some of the skills that we have as human, but also we saw that security is not within a company. So start building in yourself, even if you prefer to work for someone else, learn how to put part of that paycheck to create portfolio and passive income. There are three types of income, right? Earned, passive, and portfolio. So I want you to start thinking, how can I uh, build security for myself and understand security is really not in the company you're working with. So this is the first one. Second one is having a coach. So please do not do this on your own. Nobody succeed. Nobody went to NBA without a coach. Uh, nobody, you know, achieved anything without a coach. So if you want to build a business, you need to find a coach and ideally someone who built businesses on their own from scratch, who knows the journey. This will save you so much time. And one of the reasons for my success are really my coaches. Third thing is to, uh, to connect big pain with not making the jump. So this is something I mentioned earlier. So I just made it so painful for me to go back into my job for them deciding when I can have my vacation and I can only have two weeks of vacation, not having the freedom. And I started thinking when I have my own children, what kind of life do I want? What kind of freedom and flexibility do I want to have for my family in the future? So it became very painful not to start doing this, if this makes sense for all of you who are listening. So I connected the big pain. If I don't do this now, I'm going to have a lot of pain in my future. I'm going to have a lot of regrets in the future. So this was the, the third thing. Fourth thing is really being resourceful. Um, when I started, and I remember when I started, I went to Tony's uh, event and he said, be resourceful. So I always think, okay, I had no money. I wanted to publish my first book. I found a way to self-publish it, to find someone who will do my graphics, to find someone who will edit my book. 
for free, right? Or, or exchange for some other services. So I became very resourceful. Then I started thinking, how do I get my clients? Who can I partner? How can I do events? How can I get visibility, uh, right? So it's so many opportunities out there for all of you, but you have to always say, how am I resourceful? How I can serve more and find a solution. Don't start thinking with the mindset, oh, I don't have money or this and that. You have to start thinking with what I have around me, how can I create and make this happen? And last thing, fifth one is having faith. Okay, nobody succeeded without faith. So you need to have faith. You need to believe this will happen. And, and part of it is really expecting it as well. Now, this is the trick. We're like, I believe in myself, but then we're so afraid and we're worrying all the time. And I made the big decisions, right? I would, uh, even in the past, I was like, I will buy the car. I'm not sure how I'm going to pay it, but I made a decision. Like you, Tony said, this, everything starts with the decision. Then I said, I'm going to move to a bigger apartment. My friends like, do you have the money? I'm like, no, but I am expecting it. So my money will show up. Clients will show up. So I started really learning how to expect the abundance I want, how to expect that my business will grow and expand. And guess what? This will happen for you. So these five things are something that I think you need to start thinking, write these down and put them on a piece of paper if you want to, to do this and make a jump and go on your own and build your business. I really like a lot of those topics that you got into. I really like talking about making it more painful to go back because a lot of us, when we get out of our comfort zone, it's like when we get out of the boat and want to start swimming, we want to quickly go back to the boat. We have to make it more painful to go back. And being someone who studied NLP, neuro-linguistic programming, and a lot of psychology, that's my big area. I, you know, I worked as an investigator before I went into coaching and speaking. That was a totally different world. But one of the things I learned that works with me in my business is it's very psychology based. A lot of the things that I did as an investigator when I was interviewing people and talking to them are the same things that I do as a coach with uh, with my clients. But getting back to making it more painful to go back, uh, I think that is just that's great because we have to focus on on why we're doing something. And most people either move towards something or they move away from it. I find that most people in life are in that second category. They move away from pain more than they move toward pleasure. So if we make things more painful to go back to, then we have a better chance of sticking with the new behavior and the new goal that we have. And the other thing you mentioned is being resourceful because a lot of people will say, well, I don't have the money to start my own business, but everybody has resources within themselves. And if we bring those things out and do exactly what you did, you made those decisions to find the right people to help you to put these things together, do things that maybe you didn't have the money, but you found other ways. And I think we're a lot more resourceful than we think. And that's uh, one reason why it's so important to get a coach, because someone who's with you, someone who partners with you and walks along that path with you and someone maybe who's been there before can really help you on that journey. Absolutely. I absolutely agree with you. Talking a little bit about faith, 
one of my favorite books is Think and Grow Rich by Napoleon Hill, and he spends a whole chapter on faith and absolutely believing that something will happen. When we get into that expectation mentality, when we start doing something and we start expecting good things, you know, one of the things that I try to start my day with every single day is I wake up and I expect that something wonderful is going to happen today. Something is going to connect with me. Something is going to make me excited to get up and to do my day, even if it's doing something, even if it's a day that I have to do like chores around the house, I always expect something wonderful to happen. And I think that's where faith comes in. So those are great steps. And if you wouldn't mind, just go through them once again, and then we'll get into the mistakes that you can make along the way. Absolutely. So let's just go quickly once again, have a strong why, um, have a coach, uh, create a pain with not jumping. So connect the pain with not jumping, not making the jump, be resourceful and have faith. Perfect. Again, everybody makes mistakes along the way. And when we take a journey, we're going to make a wrong turn. And I, it reminds me of getting in a car and our GPS, it'll tell us recalculating route. How many times have you heard that when you make a wrong turn? Even when you're on a trip somewhere and you stop to get gas somewhere, your GPS starts talking to you and says, turn around, do this, recalculate route. So when we do make mistakes, it's great to have somebody to help you stay on path. And a coach can be kind of like your GPS. I know we all make mistakes. And uh, what were some of the most common ones that you found yourself making? And how did you overcome those things? Well, one very common, and I'm not going to stay long on this one, is not having a coach. So we already mentioned how important this and how this can help you. So stop trying to figure it out on your own. And as you mentioned, they can grow rich in the book, Napoleon Hill says, uh, you don't quit until you find someone who succeed in what you want to achieve. And then you learn from them ask them. So go around. If you are in music industry, go around and find someone who is successful in music industry. Don't quit until you find someone who can help you. So you need to have a coach. This is the first one. And if you don't have one, this is a big mistake. You need to invest into coach, but I'm not going to stay and talk more about that one. Second one is um, not letting go of the past. Uh, we get stuck into our old beliefs. We get stuck into our old patterns, uh, self-image that we had about ourselves before. So it's very important to learn to let go of the past. And um, connected with that, also get rid of the guilt, right? We feel so guilty. I felt so guilty for so many things I did in the past. I thought, I, I don't know, I will be punished or making a mistake, beating myself up. Um, so you need to stop doing that. As an entrepreneur, you're going to make a lot of mistakes. And I even challenge myself to make some big mistakes just to be okay with it. Because the more we grow, the harder decisions are. And then they're going to cost you more. When you are a billionaire, millionaire, one mistake will cost you millions of dollars. Now it might cost you, you know, a few hundred. So you have to be okay with that. And you have to stop blaming yourself and, be, and feel guilty around other things mistakes. I love that because sometimes when we make mistakes, it will actually take us on a better path and we'll be able to find new things that we didn't expect. Some of the very best things came out of mistakes. You talk about some of these drug companies and manufacturers. I don't want to really hype them up because 
we always hear these commercials about all these medications that people take and the side effects, but some of the drugs out there that have been created to help and heal people with diseases and symptoms were actually mistakes. They were trying to cure something and they actually found the cure for something else or uh, the remedy for something else in a mistake. Really, when we embrace our yes. mistakes, that is a lesson and it's a valuable lesson that we can learn, especially on a journey of entrepreneurship. A mistake is the only time you learn something, actually. So when you're doing things and they're going well, you're like, oh, it's going well, but you have no idea what's actually working, what's not working. But when you do mistakes, then you can reassess, you can look into things and say, oh, wow, why this happened? Why am I not getting clients? Why did I lose this client? Why did I close this client? And so on. So I would go through these things again, stop beating yourself and then embrace those mistakes and learn because the only time we learn is uh, when we make mistakes. So next thing one is blaming others and jealousy. So feeling jealousy and blaming others. This happens a lot uh, when we are starting. It's a normal thing. It's a human thing, but I'm going to uh, later on give you three tips on how to overcome these. So uh, don't feel jealous because if you compare yourself to others, somebody can be on their 20th step and you're on your first step. So you cannot compare yourself to others and feel jealous. Oh, the other coach is having clients, is successful, I am not, right? So you need to let go of that one. You need to focus on yourself and building yourself and doing on your journey and really be happy for others and their success. I learned from successful people, every successful people are always looking for partnerships. They understand it's hard to find another successful people, person, rich people also. They always want to invest. They always want to put some money together. They always want to work on new project. And it's actually not so crowded out there, uh, you know, among multimillionaires and billionaires. So they are like, we need more people that are good. And if you're becoming better, you want to partner up with people that are better. So I don't, I'm never in that space of jealousy. So I think this is very, very important. It's a big mistake because it's going to block you so much on your journey. And the next one connected with this is also blaming others. When you don't have results, you cannot go and blame others. Oh, this coach didn't help me, or you know, this happened because of this person, or this happened because of my past. If you, as long as you blame others, you give away your power. You don't want. You need to take your power back and say, "Wait, I am the problem, but I'm the solution." So I'm the problem, but I'm the solution. So if I don't know how to close, if I'm not getting clients, for example, or customers in my business. I'm also the solution. Is it my sales skill? Is it my awareness about how to market? Is it my awareness how to close deal? How are my referral systems, my marketing system? So this is something I do as a consultant and a coach, right? We look into systems and putting systems in place. But really, don't blame others. You have to understand you're the problem and you're the solution at the same time. So all you have to focus on, becoming better, learning more, uh, changing people think if something is not working in your business, go and find and discover, learn what can be working. So in entrepreneurship, there is a lot of testing, right? So we would see a webinar of someone selling a product or service and we are like, oh my God, they sold millions, right? And you don't know that this is their 156 webinar that they're testing in, in period of 10 years. So until they came and reached the point, they built a lot of credibility, visibility. They learned about marketing. They also got fans to invest in this marketing. So you need to stop comparing yourself, uh, comparing yourself with others. And the last one I will mention here is quitting early on. 
a lot of people just quit early on. And there is that image, right? The guy who is digging for gold and he's digging for years and then he quits and he's literally like one uh, square foot from, <laughs> from uh, gold. So you don't want to quit early on, change your approach, learn if something is not working, if you're not getting results, ask yourself, who is there out in the market that can help me get the results? But quitting is not an option, at least for me. So I'm like, I'm not going back again. I burned my boats. I'm not quitting this. I know I can build this into something huge and I'm already building it. I need to be persistent. Again, in the book, he talks about persistence, consistency and being consistent and persistent. And you have to understand it takes a while to build a brand and build a business. However, if you have the right guidance, within three months, you should start making some money. All right? So start having some customers and clients. So remember this, three months. If in three months you haven't earned anything, it means there are some things that you're not doing right. So we need to put those things in place. Well, Tony Robbins talks about taking massive action, which is something that most of us don't do. We always have the ideas. Oh, I want to do this. I want to do this. But we don't go and take action. So I think that's so important. And I like how you brought up not quitting along the way, because when we quit, that's the only guarantee of failure. Quitting is the only guarantee of failure. And you also brought up responsibility and not blaming others. And I always believe that we need to take radical responsibility for everything that we do. Most of the time, we're in reaction mode. We react to what other people do, what other people say. Stop trying to please other people and take responsibility for yourself. And the last thing that I got from what you said is something that I teach all my clients, and that is this. It's simply make learning more important than your outcome. Invest in the learning, but be interested in your outcome. I mean, we all have an outcome that we want to achieve, but if we learn along the way, then when we make those mistakes and when we go down the wrong path, we'll learn from those mistakes. And if we make learning more important, we'll be more confident in making that jump and taking that leap into the unknown. Yes, absolutely. I absolutely agree. Well, I would like to slowly wrap up I know that our time is, is going. So I would love, like to just share three things uh, that you want to focus on, right? First one is you want to move from competitive to creative mind. So instead of competing in the market, you always want to think, what is it I want to create? What is it I want to create? What kind of service or product I want to you know, deliver out there? And what is something that I want to be better? Maybe it's a customer service. What are we creating with this business? So how are we contributing to community? And I'm always focused on creation. And that's why a lot of, like I mentioned, partnerships, joint ventures, uh, they help you grow your business so fast because you're not competing and you don't see others as competition. You're just thinking, hey, how can we create something else? How we can make a bigger impact? And that domino effect later on as I impact couple of people, those people impact their families, it impacts their clients, their customers, and so on. So it's a huge domino effect. And I absolutely love why, and that's why I'm coaching and consulting companies and, and entrepreneurs, because it's a huge domino effect on the whole society. So first one is move from competitive to creative mind. Second one is you need to set a winning routine, all right? I'm sure, Tony, you talk about this in your podcast with your clients. So you need to set a winning routine, morning routine, evening routine to really keep yourself on track 
to uh, overcome procrastination. A lot of people procrastinate and to do the right action. I talk about this a lot. You have to learn what is your income producing activity. Income producing activity is the activity that's gonna actually bring you revenue and sales. And a lot of entrepreneurs are just busy. They're ticking the boxes and they feel good because they've been busy the whole day and weekends and they say, I'm working so much. I'm working 14 hours, 16 hours. And then they didn't they haven't done the income producing activity, which is usually prospecting sales, uh, offering, uh, right? Asking for referrals, a lot of things that's going to actually bring you customers and clients. So this is very, very important, a good routine. And last one is learning how to shift your emotions. So I talked a lot about what are our mistakes. And I think what helped me on my journey, especially if you're struggling at the beginning, if you're not getting those clients yet, you need to learn how to uh, feel better. You need to learn how to move. Okay, I'm experiencing I'm experiencing anxiety, how I can shift this and move. So I learned to very quickly shift my emotions I, of course, as everyone have days when I don't feel very well about myself, but I learned that usually on those days is simply I don't have a direction. So this is where I jump on a call with my coach and I ask, what are the next steps? Because I reached a ceiling on my results and I want to go further, but I don't know how. And this is when I'm unmotivated, when I just want to lay in my bed because this is not my nature. My nature is very outgoing. I love working. I enjoy having new projects. The moment I find out what is the next thing I can be working on, I am on fire, right? I'm waking up early before the alarm and those things. I'm excited to learn. I'm excited to create new projects because now I have direction. So learning how to shift your emotions, it's very crucial on the bad days, when you have bad days, when you experience the jealousy, anxiety, fear, when you learn how to shift those. And I will tell you, nobody can actually teach you how to do that. We as a coaches can give you some steps, but you need to be on that journey. And I'm very grateful for all the, all the tough moments in my journey because they really prepared me and made me very, very stronger that now I don't experience those things. I don't have fear. I mean, you even when your goal is very big, you will have some fear. You need to have it if your goal is very big and out of your comfort zone. But I know that this is a good sign. I'm not afraid of it. I'm acting despite the fear. So you know, they they say that uh, confidence is um, is acting despite the fear. So that's a courage. Sorry, courage is acting despite the fear. So you need to be courageous, but you need to learn how to shift those emotions, how to make your day better when you are not feeling so good because it's part of the journey as well. I love that. And I'm also a huge fan of partnerships and making a bigger impact on the world. And when we find people that we resonate with and that connect well with us, it's great to be able to go on that journey together. So at this point, if people were interested in reaching out to you, uh, Nevin, what would be the best way to do that? Absolutely. So, so if you're interested to reach to me, please, my name is Nevena Bajal. It's N-E-V-E-N-A-B-A-Z-A-L-A-C. And you can connect with me on Facebook, LinkedIn, Instagram. I have a YouTube channel. However, my company is called Lake Consulting, L-A-K-E, Lake Consulting. If you go to www.lakeconsulting.org, you can... Um, from my website, download my ebook. You can get my mini course on how to get your clients organically. It's my gift to you. And also you can book a call with me if you would like to talk about how you can grow and scale your business 
for your company or yourself if you're a solo entrepreneur. The last question that I always ask my guests is simply this. What does being purposely positive mean to you? Purposefully positive. To me, purposefully positive means understanding who you are and uh, loving who you are and understanding that you have a purpose out there and that you are making a positive impact in the world. Now, no matter if you are a musician, business owner, if you like to entertain people through your social media videos, you have a purpose. And I want you to really live that purpose, enjoy, and don't allow anyone tell you that this business or this job is more important than another. Everyone's role is equally important and we all have equally important role and influence to each other so whatever you're doing just understand who you are love who you are and uh, enjoy have fun and uh, live that purpose understand who you are and live that purpose i i love that nevena this has been a great time today and i hope to have you back sometime in the future thank you for having me at the show And you've been listening to Strive to Thrive, the purposely positive podcast brought to you by TonyWCoaching.com, where your greatest success is right in front of you. And if you're out there looking to find purpose, you can come to TonyWCoaching.com and download a free ebook and help you on the way toward a purposely positive life. 